I think LashCon has a place for everybody. Again, if you are just starting out or if you've been doing it for 10 years, there's going to be something there for you. Whether it is learning how to do a certain look or a style, or again, just talking to people, maybe not realizing that there's a different path for you because I didn't go wanting to come home. I'm starting my own business. I went just to kind of maybe expand my knowledge, but not even, I still thought I knew everything that I was available. I was, I got it. So for me to just in one weekend change my absolute whole perspective on the industry and what is possible for me, I think LashCon was just amazing for that. Always ask why. Why is this the way it is? The whole goal is to rise the industry, to grow it. Yeah, don't worry about giving us credit, guys. We're not here for that. If it grows the industry, that's what makes me happy. When you first said it, I was going to hang up. (laughs) (laughs) It's not a race you want to win. Yeah, you're going to lose because it'll be too cheap. You'll be working for like McDonald's money. Otto, Mitter, Andre, our show from Alibana. Thank you so much, guys, for having me on board. Okay, we'll take 20. I I can't do math. I'm a beauty professional. Yeah, Fanning, I do teeth whitening. I'm like, okay, there's some point where you got to draw a line. My biggest concern is longevity and making sure that you've got the best possible mechanical fit. If you're looking for a lash podcast that will challenge how you do lashes, build you up, and help you create a business that not only thrives, but allows you to live a life you're proud of, you've come to the right place. This is Lashcast, your friend in the lash industry. Coming to you from the City of Roses, this is a broadcast by Lash Professionals and for Lash Professionals. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. Today, we are bringing on a guest who went to LashCon last year, and it completely changed her life. These are the stories I hear actually all the time, but I've never actually had someone come on our podcast and talk about it. I saw it on Instagram, or I can't remember, maybe a Facebook group, and I reached out, and she said she'd come on. Her name is Victoria. We like to call her Vicky Z is what she goes by because that's the easy way to pronounce it. But her proper name is Victoria Zamborowski. I hope I got that right. I'm not very good with names. I usually let Tusk do the introductions now. But here I am introducing her and I'm excited to have her come on the show because her story is really, I think, intriguing and encouraging. It's not just about LashCon, right? She's going to share kind of her DNA, who she is and how she's kind of impulsive but she makes planned, calculated risks, and you know she doesn't just gamble. And she's done this multiple times. She's going to talk about that how she did, just on a spur just decided to come to LashCon, and then she made some big changes, decided to open her own business, and then another big event happened in her life that really threw her for things. And I'm not going to tell what it is. You got to wait to listen to that. But that made her have to make another pivot. It's all about adapting and being humble and being willing to learn and grow and pivot. And she does all this really well. And I feel like you're going to get a lot from it. So even if you're not interested in LashCon, don't worry. There's still a lot for you here to get. And if you're on the fence, hopefully this is the thing that's going to push you over. Because I promise you guys, for those of you out there who are nervous or scared, there's a lot of money. I get it. There's lots of reasons why you shouldn't do lots of things. But LashCon, I can assure you, I believe so much in this, what we've been doing now for almost five years, coming out of our fifth year, is it really is about inspiring people, changing lives, and connecting you to your community that you so much need because you work most of the time by yourself. So, that all said, let's get in. To announcements. Yeah, we'll just continue talking about LashCon because that's all we are doing right now, guys. We are just 
prepping for LashCon, and we know that we have right now about 1,300 people coming. And yes, I know it's getting close. So some of you are going, oh my gosh, I don't know. By the way, just the hotel, we have a discounted rates right now for rooms. They're extending it. Right now, we've sold out our room block, and they're still allowing people to block at that rate. But I don't know how much longer. It just all depends on the occupancy of the hotel. So if you have a ticket, go get that room right now. And if you're thinking, oh, it's so expensive. Guys, it's only $169 a night, and you can split that with a roommate, get down to $80 a night. And by the way, I don't know if you checked, but flights in the fall are at the cheapest all year. October is a great month to travel around the U.S. because it's, it's after summer. Everyone's been spending money on flying. So right now, you might find some good deals and be able to get here for a lot less. So it doesn't have to cost you an insane amount. And if you look around and you ask some people, in fact, no, I'm going to share here. You can get a discount code and save some money. Lashcom 100. So right now, it's 897 You can get $100 off and come for a little bit less. Okay? And... By the way, that's going to end soon, so don't wait. I'm literally, it's going to probably end in the next week, and then the price is going to go up another hundred bucks, and you don't want to pay for more. So anyhow, lots of excuses why you shouldn't come, but I can give you a lot of reasons why you should, and I think this episode is going to really help you hear that and figure that out. One other thing to talk about is the add-ons. We have lots of cool add-ons. For those of you who want more than just the business stuff, we have some technique this year that we're going to be doing and the parties and the trade show. We do have our thing called Lash Lab where you can come in and you can learn specifically about lashes and like lash lifting. You can learn about how to use pre-mades more effectively. We have two classes on lash lifting, one thing on pre-mades. You can also, which is not lash related, but you can build a website. If you have a website, you should sign up for this because in three hours, you will build at least the beginnings of your website, not all your website. That's all you need. Steven from my (laughs) beauty dashboard is going to be able to do that. Awesome blank. I couldn't remember the name of the company. But that said, it's going to help you build that. And let's see what else. We have some of our old allies going to be teaching their strip lash look class. So there's just lots of fun things for you to jump in, take these classes, and upgrade. For only 150 bucks. you get a really cool three-hour workshop or really demo slash workshop where you get to learn a lot. And then you're ready to go for the rest of the week because that's just the beginning. And then we have all the parties, the trade shows, and everything else. So anyhow, go to the link in the show notes or go to our Instagram page at LashCast. And again, you can click on the links in there or just go to LashConference.com and buy your tickets today. Do not wait. And by the way, we are close to selling out LashCon. Yeah, that's, that's I couldn't believe it would happen. I didn't think it would happen, but we are actually getting close. I won't say how much because I haven't checked our last numbers, but it's definitely, I'd say we're under 50 tickets at this point. So if you're thinking about coming and been delaying, 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 think I'll just get it last second, don't delay because it may be that door might close on you. All right. That's all I have for announcements. Now let's sit down with our friend, Vicky, who shares about her life, what happened before LashCon, and then what happened after she left LashCon. Hey, Smart Cookies. We are so excited to bring our guest to you. She is a fellow Lash artist, and... And a so, LashCon attendee. Yeah, so that's why we wanted to have her on because of how LashCon has really impacted her life. Victoria Zaborowski or Vicky Z, welcome to the program. Hi. Hey. Very excited to have you. If I remember right, it wasn't you who reached out to me. Someone else actually posted about you. And then I saw the story. I think it was a Facebook group, maybe, or Facebook page, or maybe it was Instagram. I can't remember. And I just saw someone sharing about how your life did a 180 after coming to LashCon. And I was like, 
you know what? We've never had someone talk about their life after LashCon. We've talked about people going to LashCon, but not like what happened after LashCon. So we he, thought it would be really cool to bring comes, you on. He comes home and is like, oh my gosh, you've got to hear the story about this girl. Oh my gosh, this is amazing. And, yeah. and I'm like, we have to have her on the podcast. Yeah, no. So. so it was really exciting. So we reached out and graciously you said, absolutely. And then I think we said, well, we'll do it in like two or three months from now. <laughs> I think <laughs> the schedule is so busy. We didn't have any place that would get you. So we're getting you in now and this will still air before LashCon. So if you're listening, hopefully this will give you a good little preview of a before and after of what's like to come LashCon and then maybe some of the potential positives that can come from LashCon. So before we get into all that though, I thought it would be really great, Vicky, to first talk to, I always wanted to just call you Vicky Z every time. Now. I know, I Vicky so Z, much, you, you okay. love Vicky cooler. Z, it's so cool. Yeah, it'd be interesting to first, before we get into all that, just maybe share a little bit about how you got into beauty, lashes, and why you're doing this, not working as a sales rep for Amazon or something, I don't know. <laughs> So I was actually working at a retail job next to Aveda, which is like a oh, yeah. cosmetology school. Oh, yeah. yeah. And all the girls would always come in and shop for their block clothing. And I was like, what do you guys do over there? And they were like, oh, we do facials and we do this. I was like, oh, sign me up. And so I took uh -huh. a tour and I immediately fell in love. And then once I started school, I was like, I'm only doing facials. I'm not doing anything else. Got through school and I actually started full body waxing. And I fell in love with that. Mm. So I did that for a really long time. And then I randomly took a lash course one day and never really worked on it again for like six months. Mm -hmm. And one of my old friends from high school, her parents owned the business that I ended up working for. Mm. I saw on Instagram that they were posting and I was like, if you guys ever need anybody, I know how to do lashes. So they were like, yeah, come in, let's do an interview. Did the interview and then I ended up doing lashes and waxing seven days a week for over a whole year. Wow. I was bouncing back and forth between waxing in the morning, lashing at night, and just swapping all the time until one of our girls went on maternity leave and they were like, we really need someone full time. And I was like, okay, all right, sign me up. I got the hang of lashes now after I learned what I was doing. Yeah. So I just fell in love and now... I don't want to do anything else but lashes. <laughs> wow. Well, how long ago was that when you got into lashes? Just over three years ago. Okay. So three years ago. Before that, you were all in on like skincare and waxing. How long were you doing that? I ended up doing the full body waxing for about a year and a half. I never ended up doing facials or anything else really, just waxing okay. and lashes. Wow. So you've been in the industry for about five years or so after school and all that? They were kind of like at the same time. So oh, okay. I got my license in the end of like 2019, okay. 2020, somewhere around there. Just in time for COVID. <laughs> yes, <laughs> just in time for COVID. But good news, you're in Florida where they didn't shut down for like 18 years or anything like that. So it yeah. wasn't quite as tough work in Florida compared to here in California for like eight or nine months. We couldn't yeah. do anything. It was crazy. Yeah. So, but anyhow, that said, you got into the lashing industry and found out you liked it more than waxing, which was kind of your mainstay originally, right? It honestly took me a minute. I remember it was around Christmas Eve and one of my friends had been one of my models as I started doing lashes. And I just remember texting her. I was like, I hate this. It's so hard. I don't have the patience mm. to do lashes. And she was like, just give it a little bit more time. It's only been a few months. Feel it out. And then it was like the beginning of the year. And then my coworker got pregnant and I was like, okay, actually I'm getting the hang of this. I've learned some patience because I'm a very impatient person. Yeah. I like to do things as fast as I possibly can. So once I finally, I was like, okay, let me take a deep breath. 
get myself together and I started like calming myself down through a full set and it just started really flowing from there. I loved it, but I hated it at the same time in the beginning. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's like anything. I think a lot of people get in the last scene and think, oh, it looks easy. Like I could do that. Yeah, I could do that. Yeah. <laughs> and then you go, yeah, it takes a little bit yeah, more work no. to get it to where you're actually good at it. Like, mm -hmm. yes, I can attach an extension to a hair, but does it look good? Does it work? Does it stick? Does it last? Does it last? Does it aesthetically right. pleasing? Yeah, there's a lot more nuance behind the scenes that I think people realize when they first get into it. So how did you first hear about LashCon? Because I know you didn't know anything about it. So what got your attention or got you to so, think about it? An old friend, we've known each other for... 10 plus years. She is in the industry and she did lashes in her salon, but she was definitely more facial based. Mm -hmm. And she was just texting me out of the blue. Hey, there's this conference in California. And I was like, we're going. Oh, like, really? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't look into LashCon. I didn't look into anything. I was like, we're going. I don't care. Vicky, but, can I ask what made you say, let's go? I mean, I mean you seem like that person I'm, has no fear. Like you just do things and don't worry about how it's going to play out. I'm just going to do it. And we'll make it work. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, it just sounds, she was like, there's this big conference. It's all about lashes and it's in California. I was like, okay, that's all you had to say to me. <laughs> I don't yeah. care what's there. Like, that'll be awesome to see vendors in person. Cause I mean, all lash supplies are online. You don't get to test out lashes in person or anything. So she said, we should go. We'll make a whole week out of it. We'll hit here first and then we'll go to the conference. And so it wasn't until after we bought our tickets for LashCon that I actually looked into what the whole <laughs> thing was about. Wow. You're the type who just jumps out of the plane, builds a parachute as they go down. Don't worry about it. We'll figure it out as we go. Yeah, I did not care. I was like, this is going to be a fun trip no matter what. Let's do it. Oh, that's really cool. Was your friend at all nervous about it? Or was she also like you? She's kind of daring and just takes chances. She's definitely daring. She was also a little bit more hesitant. She was like, are you sure this could be a big trip? I was like, no, let's do it. We were both excited and it was definitely, it's just out of the blue. It was just so random. It was just one afternoon. <laughs> wow. And then when you signed up and you start reading about, what was your impression? Was it like, oh, this is better than I thought? Or I don't know, maybe there's some doubts now. Maybe, this, maybe I, I jumped it in too quick. No, I definitely got just more excited as I kind of read everything. Cause like I said, I was so, I mean, I see, you see how all the vendors that are going to be there. And I was like, oh my gosh, I've ordered from Paris Lash Academy. They're going to be there. I was like, I can't wait to see what they're going to have. And then all these other brands that I've never even heard of, it was mm -hmm. just so exciting to see what everyone else has to offer. Cause in the salon I was in, it was, this is the product we buy. This is what you're using. Don't ask for anything else. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So from there, it was just, it was exciting. And then you see all the classes and I was like, oh my gosh, Allie had her like layer slayer class going on and learning how to do the wispy look. And I had tried that so many times and I was like, these just look ugly. <laughs> so <laughs> I was like, I'm not signing up for anything else. I'm doing Allie's class first yeah. <laughs> and then we'll go from there. Yeah, and in case someone who's listening doesn't know, we have these things called Lash Lab. They're bonus classes. So you have your LashCon event, which is four nights of parties, three days of a trade show, and then there are two main days of teaching, which is on Sunday, Monday. But Saturday morning, we added in, because a lot of people were asking for more. They wanted, like, well, I want, like, a class on technique. And like Vicky was saying, she wanted to learn about strip lash look. And Allie was there. And by the way, she's back this year teaching, because that was like, one of our most popular classes. So we're having her back. And it's for only 150 bucks, 
three hour class, you get a download of tons of information. So for you, I know what you shared with me originally. And when we were writing, you're like, Oh, all I wanted to learn was strip lashes. That's all I care about. I just need to learn how to do the strip lash look and get that type of thing. So that was your main motivation, but you've got more, right? Yes, absolutely. So me and Lindsay, the girl that I went with, we ended up, I was like, okay, so I'm going to take this class, get all this information. You take this class, get all this, and we're going to swap. And so she did the Ellie Bonna lash lift class Mm -hmm. while I did Allie's class. And I mean, just, you kind of go into this, you're like, I learned how to do this. I know how to do this. What more can I really learn? That was just my mentality. I was like, I already know how to do this. This is just going to be fun to meet people and this and that. But just the amount of knowledge that I took away that I was not expecting to take away. I was doing not lash lifts wrong, but I was doing lash lifts probably not to the standard. And then she came back. She was like, we got to do it this way. And my lash lifts have changed. And I didn't even take the class. Oh, wow. It was just that like word of mouth Mm -hmm. from what we both learned. It was just absolutely amazing. Both good students listened and you share information. And I think a lot of people with LashCon, one of the things we encourage is like, there's too much to go to. LashCon is huge. There's multiple (laughs) things happening at the same time. This year's even- Coachella. Yeah, it's like LashCella. We like to call it LashCella. And so the idea is like, you gotta kind of pick your road and just go with it. But if you have a friend or a colleague or a boss or employee, send them to other classes and you guys can talk later and share notes and help each other out. And we also, as you know, we have an app where we record everything. And then after the fact, you can go back and watch all the classes minus Lash Lab. We don't record Lash Lab because they're three hour courses and it's just too much. So we decided just the Sunday and Monday courses all on live. So you can definitely catch up on other speakers that you couldn't have time to watch. Yes, we were in opposite corners of the hotel room on our phones, watching the classes, like taking notes. (laughs) like kind of swapping back and forth, like switching between all of the lives going on because you can't just like run back and forth through the hallways. That's super cool. Yeah, yeah. And this year, the hotel's even bigger. Like it's three times the size of our old hotel. Last time we were like a little cottage and now we're in a mansion. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's going to be, take a little bit more work to get around, but it's still very doable. It's not like a convention center where I've been to trade shows where if you want to go to a class, you need a 20 minute head start to get to that class because it's across right. three <laughs> trade show floors and then you finally get there. So it's not that big, but it's still definitely a little bigger. So when you first came to LashCon, this being your first time, what was it like when you arrived? I mean, obviously, I don't know if you had any expectations or knew what you were going to get into or what it was going to be like. I had no idea. And I'm a very extroverted kind of person. And I was terrified. No way. <laughs> okay. I was just absolutely terrified. You walk in there and I think we were doing, I don't remember exactly, but it was like we had a piece of paper and it was like, find someone from Florida, find someone who does, it was like a little scavenger hunt, yep. I yeah. believe. Mm-hmm. And I'm standing there in the corner and I was just watching everyone walk around. I was like, I can't talk to all these people. This is terrifying. And then this one group of girls came over. I believe they worked for Babe Lash Mm -hmm. or the Babe Cave, something like that. I can't (laughs) remember exactly. But they came over, started talking to us and broke the ice. And then from there, we were just mingling on and off. I mean, but it was definitely terrifying walking into the big room where everyone's just there talking. Everyone was that was scary. There was like three, 400 people in the room, all chat. And it's loud too, right? Because there's just so yes. many people in the room. 
and it can be definitely intimidating, but we really do encourage people to just smile and just give the signal that you're open to talking and a person will eventually come up because we do play games on Saturday afternoon. We have two sessions, two breakouts, or we'll call two meetups where we're going to do everything we can for to get you out of your comfort zone and get you to meet new people. Because the goal is not just to come last kind and learn information, but really to connect with the community and make some new friends. And I know that was one of the things that you said that was really cool. I think you said that you, you met Lindsay and or you said Allie and then Kelly were three of the people that you connected with and they all I guess you begin to jive and find kind of like your community there yes so when me and Lindsay so we came together and I think one evening we were just sitting at the bar kind of keeping to ourselves and we had met Kelly who is from Tennessee and we just randomly started talking about my salon I was like this is how my salon is run and she she was like absolutely not she was like, you need to stand up for yourself. She was like, you are worth more than that. When you get home, you need to go solo. Within a 10 minute conversation, she gave me a list of things. She was like, wow. you're not doing this anymore. Yeah. And then I think that same night we had met Allie from, she's from Texas. Yeah. And she just started sharing all of this knowledge just about how she started her own thing and how she's become teaching classes. And I remember we came back to the hotel room and we were like, okay, these girls are amazing. <laughs> like, yeah. We need to keep girls in our back pocket because they're going to be able to do a lot for us. Mm -hmm. They were just so supportive. So we kind of stuck together to Kelly and Allie through pretty much the whole weekend. That's cool. And that's what everything's about. It's always about trying to find ways, whether it's games like we have this year, we will be to doing break the ice, do the know. same thing where we're going to have stuff on Saturday afternoon. We have two sessions. We also have those classes in the morning. So you can go to lash lab and you can sit with people and meet people because they're long sessions. You'll probably get some chances to meet and connect with people. And then and one of the things that's we have a couple of things. The hotel itself has a huge bar. Like the bar, our old hotel was like a Tiny. counter. It was like a counter, yeah, like eight chairs. Yeah. <laughs> and there wasn't a lot of room to sit around and hang out and chat. This place has a full lounge. A hundred people could sit in this lounge and hang out, have drinks and talk. And then we're actually going to build our own lounge upstairs. Mm -hmm. That will be just for our event. That'll be on the main floor where the trade show is and where the main classes are. We'll have a room. We're renting all these couches and chairs and tables, and you can go in there in the during the day. We'll have coffee and we're, I'll find out tomorrow. We're hopefully going to, in the evenings, going to have like a bar. So if you want to go in there, if you get a drink, sit down with a friend and chat, even if you're not a big party person, because not everyone wants to go to parties or maybe they won't go for nights of parties like i'll pick one or two parties but i'm not gonna do four nights so i get it. it's like pace yourself but the other nights you can go to the lounge hang out we'll have some music playing and it'll just be a nice place to chill with some people and make some connections and and hopefully meet other like-minded lash artists like um, like when you met ali and kelly because they're everywhere everyone is kind of in the same pot all wondering like oh i need to meet someone i don't want to be all alone i don't want to be just sitting here by myself all day everybody's yeah. got a story to share everybody needs validation and so when you find somebody else that you can connect with it's like you both meet each other's needs that's what lash artists need because a lot of us work alone in a room and so we're so desperate for that connection and that validation everybody that you meet has a potential to be that bff absolutely Absolutely. Well, when I was talking originally to Kelly that first night, I didn't come into LashCon being unhappy in my salon that I was working for. Yeah. Not that I came back unhappy, but it just kind of gave me all these points. I was like, oh, these people kind of don't care about my growth. How is it that someone I've met for 10 minutes has been able to validate my worth mm. more than someone that I've been working for for two years? Right. Yeah. 
it was just one of those things like if I had never went, I would still be there, not realizing the worth of that I've put into my art and my career. So it, it was just amazing. <laughs> you said you were humbled when you first arrived. And, Absolutely. And that, is that what you're talking about here? Is that kind of humbling, like a realization like, oh. Can you share yeah. that, that what that meant to you? Yeah. So I, I mean, I was humbled. I mean, like I said, I kind of came into this thinking I knew everything there could be about lashes. I knew exactly what I was doing. You couldn't tell me any different. And then you start talking to everybody and you're like, oh, I didn't know mega volume lashes were meant to be made in the flower bouquet. Mm -hmm. Cause I always ever just made lashes on the strip. Yep. So it was, I mean, you see videos online of, oh, make your lashes this way. But I had no idea that there's different ways that you're supposed to be making certain lashes. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that there was like certain ways that everyone kind of tapes everything. It's just this world of information because everyone does it so different. There's no standard by the book. Mm -hmm. This is what you're doing. And I just wasn't ready for that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> To come in there on a high horse and then just be like, oh, okay, realize, so there's more things. <laughs> yeah, there's so many different ways. There's so many different approaches. There's so many different ways of thought. That's a positive, and that says a lot about your character. There's two qualities I see about you that I really find super attractive and find as positive for an entrepreneur. One, you really are willing to take risks. And we'll talk about more of that in a bit here. You're one of these people that just, you really, like our, th our theme last year, right? Was shoot, ready, aim. It sounds like you embody that. Like, okay, now I'll just do it. And then I'll figure it out as we go. And also you have to have some humility because a lot of people go through their life and they think they have all made and then they're not willing to change. They're just going to keep doing what they do. And then maybe they don't really realize that this isn't really ideal. Maybe I'm not really that happy with things or it's not that satisfying. Or there's different ways to do it. Yeah. Or there's other ways to have the approach that you didn't even realize were possible. So I think that's a really good foundation for you as a character builder because I think that's great and that's going to serve you really well as you grow in your industry because having those two things I think are two of the biggest weapons for a good entrepreneur humility and really willingness to take calculated risks not no <laughs> thought risks like I'll just jump and do everything but at the same time think it through now when you were at LashCon and you left, what were some of your big takeaways? What were some of the things that you remember walking out of the, getting on the plane, heading back home? You're like, okay, this is what I need to do. On our way home and that like first week back, I took a model, I think the second day I came back, I was like, I learned all this information. So I brought one of my friends in. I was like, you're laying here for four hours. While <laughs> I learned how to do something brand new. And then from there, I was like, by the end of this year, I'm not going to be at the salon anymore. I'm going to be on my own. Mm, and that's, I had spent the whole weekend yeah. <laughs> kind of like, okay, we're going to get on our own. I'm going to start budgeting for this and doing this because the girls were telling me, I was telling them, well, I don't have enough money to go on my own. I don't have enough money to buy products mm. to start a business right now. And they're like, well, what are your bills? And I was like, well, I live at home. They're like, you live at home. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, your bills are very minimal. <laughs> and so they were like, why would you not take the risk now where you live at home? And if you absolutely lose everything, at least you, have you still live with your parents. Yeah. yeah. What's really do you have to lose? That's what really got me. I was like, if you wait for the moment to be right, the moment will never be there. It never it comes. Never no. You create your own right time. No one's ever come to you and go, you're now ready to start your own business. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's very much, so, you just got to. Get it out there and see what it is. I'm glad. So these are some people that from last car, just people when you got back home, some of your other friends at home. No, yeah, this was Kelly and Allie oh, that were yeah. just like. Lashcon gang. 
<laughs> yeah, your Lashcon crew. Well, that's really cool. And I, I'm glad to see that because that's exactly what we hope for is that when you walk home, you'll have two or three, four, five, whatever friends now that you can DM and say, you know what? I had this issue in my salon today, or I had this happen to me, or I'm having these questions, or what do you think about this? And then they can give that encouragement to push you forward so that you can do something that maybe on your own you wouldn't have done. Yes, we've all stayed in contact. I talk to Kelly all the time. I'm like, okay, I'm doing this. How can I do this better? Or we kind of just bounce things off of each other. So it's very helpful. And then with Lindsay living here in town with me, I mean, she's my good. I'm like, can you come over? Like, I need to try this. We just really help each other with that. That's awesome. It's curating your own support. Yeah. And that's really the biggest. I mean, when we started LashCon, we were like, oh, we're just gonna help you with business. That's all we cared about. And I quickly evolved from that. And even more so now that LashCon, after COVID, it's about connection, about community, about being inspired by your fellow Lash artists who are doing big things and taking, making moves. And you can then follow suit and do the same thing or at least consult with them and say, hey, how did you do this? What did you register your business under? And hopefully you'll find right. those people that can say, oh yeah, your next thing, you just want to do an LLC. Here, here's my CPA. You can talk to them. and can help you out with that or something. So there's all these other side benefits that I need think about when we first started LashCon that's really almost top line is the connection and community and then yeah you learn some good business stuff and and then you have some fun and you get to meet all these Lash brands and you get to meet Lash influencers and speakers that you always look up to but those are almost like secondary I think really that that, the Lash gang right is really what you walk away from that has the highest value absolutely yeah so Now, before we get into the, there's a big surprise that you got a few days after you got home. We want to get to that in a second. But before that, I just want to go back and do a quick Passover on LashCon, maybe looking back now a year later. Like, what was your favorite things about LashCon? Aside from obviously the community, but what were some of the things that were the highlights? Are you like, oh my gosh, this was so cool. I'm so glad this happened or I'm so glad I went to that casino night okay yeah (laughs) i actually we didn't even walk through like the whole but we stayed right there at the bar the entire night okay we had met i unfortunately do not remember her name now i I know i follow her but i just don't remember her name but we met this one girl and she was just sharing absolutely everything like some people pay big money to share all the things she was sharing like Mm. This is exactly how I did this. This is what I tell my customers. This is how I do this. She just broke down the entire, and that was like the absolute highlight of the whole trip. <laughs> oh, wow. So she gave you kind of like her roadmap to how she runs her, runs her she business. She gave us like a step-by-step, like start here, do this, do this. This is how I do this. And it just broke. And I was just sitting there. I was like waiting for my henna. And I was like, wow, this is great. I, was like, I don't want to go over there to get this one off. This see, is wonderful right see that is what I, that is, ex- that so delights my heart because like I said, we all have a need to be validated and it's like, there's so many people that are killing it in their own private business that don't get recognized to be able to have the opportunity to share that with somebody else who can so appreciate it and can be so in awe of like what they're sharing. That is exactly why we do LashCon. It just felt like when we were talking to everybody, I just felt like a dog with a tail in between my legs. Mm. Just, okay, all of these women, they're all in a very different spot than I am right now. And I want to be where you are. Mm. I was just sitting back, taking in absolutely everything anyone had to say to me and just kind of making that mental note of, okay, you can do this. You got this. And just, you can't question yourself, really. You have to just kind of go for it. Yeah, that's amazing. And I'm excited to hear that because... Really, in the end, 
finding that community, finding mentors and finding people that can pour into you. We all need them at every level of our game. It doesn't matter if you're new, you've been doing it for 10 years, you need people that can pour into your life. And really one of the places you'll find that is LashCon because everyone's full range. We've got people been doing it for like, Tusk 19, 19 years and we have other people who just started three weeks ago. In fact, I have people sometimes emailing me like, I just started doing lashes. Can I come to LashCon? I'm like, of course, of course. It's for anyone in any stage of their career. It's not just for, well, if you've been doing five years, you're welcome. Otherwise, get out. Right. <laughs> and you'll find someone and I think that's really cool. So it's casino night. You didn't gamble. You didn't do the nightclub. You just sat in nope. and chatted all night and learned about business. Yeah, I think it was like the very end. We went to go get the photo shoot. I think Flash Reality had like the yeah. photo shoot going on. So we got our little pictures there, but that was it. We oh, just yeah. sat there the whole night and just chatted away. <laughs> That's cool. And aside from that, anything else stands out? Maybe not stand out, but I do think you're right. I think LashCon has a place for everybody. Again, if you are just starting out or if you've been doing it for 10 years, there's going to be something there for you whether it is learning how to do a certain look or a style, or again, just talking to people, you know, maybe not realizing that there's a different path for you because I didn't go wanting to come home. I'm starting my own business. I went just to maybe expand my knowledge, but not even, I still thought I knew everything that I was available. I was, I got it. So for me to just in one weekend change my absolute whole perspective on the industry and what is possible for me. I think LashCon was just amazing for that. That's great. And I know that you got the impetus to say, okay, that's it. I'm going to go home. I'm going to start my own business. By the way, LashCon was the first weekend in November. So she said by the end of the year, that means you were ready to go like in eight weeks, you were going to be opening or leaving to go start your own thing. So this wasn't like, oh, I'll just next year. It wasn't like 12 months from now. Next year is like, oh my gosh. It's we're literally I was like, yeah. I'm gonna get through the holidays, bank my money yeah. for my holiday clients. Yeah. And I'm not gonna go back after the beginning of the year because I don't need to. I was like, I'll be able to do this. We got exactly. this. So three days in, you get some big news, good news, but one that's definitely life changing. So what happened? So actually the whole time I was in California, I was like, wow, this elevation is really, I'm not feeling too hot. Mm. Maybe it's the time change. I get home and I think I have a stomach bug and turns out I was pregnant. (laughs) (laughs) I think I got home flash con on Tuesday or Wednesday and found out on that following Monday. Oh my gosh. So that changes everything because all of a sudden security usually is what goes in the mind when you're like, okay, if I'm going to have a kid, I need to have a very secure job. Yeah, every, I, yeah. Out the window. I was yeah. like, forget it. I was like, forget lashes. I was like, okay, now I have all of this I have to deal with and plan for. And just kind of, it honestly left my mind for months hmm. about even leaving my salon. Wow. So at that point you were like, okay, tr- trash it, reset, yeah. adjust. <laughs> forget it. Yeah, forget it. So you went back to San. So what happened? Did you just decide that's all you're going to do? And by now. Um, stay an yeah. employee. Stay an employee. Tell, yeah. What happened after that? Yeah. So I was like, okay, well, I guess this is it for now. My mindset kind of just went more to focusing on the baby than it did kind of opening my own business or even kind of growing more in lashes at the moment. And it wasn't until... I mean, I still had that like drive. I was like, one day I'll get there. I wasn't planning on it happening when it did. And then randomly, the Lindsay that I went with and one of the girls in my salon in the same week, they had both went to tour their own solo salon spaces. And within the same week, they both signed their lease and left where they were. Oh, wow. And I was like, really? Like y'all did that so easily. (laughs) (laughs) 
guys toured somewhere and signed and now, now you have your own business? I was just shocked. It all happened so quickly. So I got my mind back into it. I was like, okay, you know, if they could do it, I can do it. They made it just seem so seamless. Mm -hmm. So I took a tour and I wasn't too excited with the place. So then I found another place and I left there that day, went to the bank, got the loan I needed and then called back. I was like, okay, when can I sign the lease? Wow. <laughs> okay. It was the same day that I toured. I was like, yeah, no, this is it. And it just felt so right. Mm. And you were pregnant at the time? I was seven months pregnant. Wow. Okay. All right. So it did take a little bit of time to get back around, but basically, mainly it was your friends who helped again. This Broke the communities. Ice. They took that first leap. They and, showed and you. Showed that you that you can do this. And so you said, dang it, I'm, I'm going the same way. Yeah. Again, like I said, it was still in the back of my mind. One day, maybe I'll get out of the salon life, but yeah. just watching two of my close friends in the industry just execute it and kill it. I was like, okay. I have to do this. And when I took the second tour and it felt so much more comfortable standing in the room, just looking at it, I had all these ideas running through my head. And I was like, yeah, this is, I can do this. Yeah. That's really cool. I mean, that's happened to us. We had opportunity this year, the space next to us, the people moved out about three months ago, four mm -hmm. months ago. And I remember asking them like, Hey, what's going on? They're like, Oh, we're leaving. We're going across the street to their office. And I was like, and for us, we had always wanted to expand and have like a training area. But we're like, mm -hmm. we're not ready to do that right now. Financially, time-wise, we're kind of all over the place. But it was right next door. It was too perfect. And it was like everything just fell into place. Yeah, we kept I saying, mean, if they say no to this or if this doesn't work out, we'll just say no. We were looking for reasons to say no. And every time mm -hmm. we asked for something, they were like, oh, yeah, sure, we can do that. Oh, yeah, that will be fine. I said, we can't pay till September. Like, I said, well, we want three months free rent because I, I just we just aren't set up for it. Yeah, and they went, sure. <laughs> we're like, oh, okay. I'm like, okay. All right. I really thought they were going to say no to that because originally we were supposed to move in in July. And then they're like, we need know. all the stuff and we're going to use it for. Uh, oh, yeah. Rent, renters, we're we're going to rent know? out because I figured they don't want subleasers. And they're like, oh, no, you, you can sublease it. <laughs> I'm like, okay. It's funny. You're trying to not make it happen. But when the opportunity comes, sometimes you just got to go at it. Yes. Well, that's kind of exactly what happened. I came home from the tour with all the paperwork and my dad has always been my like big voice of reason. Mm. And I was like, dad, this is it. He was like, go for it. I was oh. like, really? <laughs> <laughs> like, you can handle this. You have it. So that's when I was like, okay, I'm going to the bank. I'm doing this. And I knew that the owner had a couple more people scheduled that day for touring of that one. They only had one room available. I was like, I got to get on this as soon as I can. And my dad was like, yeah, you need to do it now. Wow. I was like, okay, we're going. We're doing it now. That's so cool. I mean, having a supportive parent who can't say enough. In the end, having that person who's got your back, who loves you, who knows you and knows what's best for you, or at least uh, try to know what's best for you. I think that's amazing yes. because not everyone gets that. Some people you just like, oh, I don't ask my parents for anything because they'll just discourage me or, or tell me no or have a bad idea because they want security. They want safety. But it sounds like your parents are made cut from the same cloth as you a little bit. <laughs> yes. Your real friends are going to try to support you through everything you want to yeah. do. And like I said, my dad's always been my voice of reason. So if he would have been like, maybe this isn't the right time, I would have mm. been like, maybe you're right. Like, yeah. let me just kind of take myself back and look at what I did. But he was like, go for it. <laughs> That's great. No, I, I love that. I'm glad to hear that you have that kind of advisor in your back corner to help you because we all need that. We need that really honest feedback. And then we need to listen to it. 
and not just ignore it. If they say, no, it's not a good time, then you know what? Maybe it is a good time to wait and just take, trust them. There is a season for everything. And sometimes opportunities come and it's not the right time. Like for us, if this place opened up a year earlier, it would have been absolutely no. Like we would have just said, no, as much as we would love the space, we have no means to really take it and run with it. We didn't have the money at the time to do it. And so it was just a bad time. But when it happened this time, despite our efforts, they had to say no. It kept coming back, yes. <laughs> and we're like, okay, we'll just do it. We'll make it work and we'll start doing trainings here. So anyhow, that's really cool. Now for you, now here we are. Babies and is bit was delivered. You said seven weeks ago, I think you said, is when your little yes, little, seven weeks old bundle of joy came to your life. And uh, Megan shares what is happening currently now, almost a year later after LashCon. So, I actually just had my very first week back at work last week. Mm -hmm. So, that space was sitting empty for about two months. Oh, wow. And then we slowly were getting it painted, getting everything ready. The day I was sent to the hospital, I was like, no, I have to go downtown. I'm trying to get my <laughs> business license. And I had, I was like, I need to get all of this done before the baby's here. So that way I can just go back to work, not worry about it. Unfortunately, things don't go as planned. And babies don't work so, on timetables. <laughs> yeah, so here I was with a little four or five week old running around downtown, just trying to get all the licenses, LLC, tax receipt, everything that I needed to get done. And somehow I've done it. Yeah. <laughs> so... Now here I am just getting right back into the flow of things. I'm starting a mentorship program with one of the girls in the area in October. So whereas I've never spoke to her before in the past few months, her and I have been nonstop in connection. And I think that having someone hold me accountable when I've mm. always worked for somebody else, yeah, yeah, I yeah. think that's going to be absolutely what I need. And so I just never imagined this is where I would be yeah. <laughs> a year ago, a year ago, we were booking flights and okay, we're going to go to LA for the first few days. And then we're going to do this. And now I'm like, okay, we're running a business. Like yeah. <laughs> Right. Well, I just want to give you a little bit of encouragement as a new mom. And I remember the stage I had three, they're all grown now, but that time when you have the newborn in the house, it's like a raw time. It's a transformative time. And I don't know if you've had any depression, but I think a lot of that also comes from the fact that our lives look different after a baby. And even though you're so happy that you have a healthy baby and the joy that that baby brings into your life, there's also a little bit of a loss of the life that you had before. And also, it's not just the loss, it's also knowing how to do that life. It's like, as a lash artist, as a business owner, you know what to do, you know how to slay, you're motivated. With an infant, you don't always know the answers. And you can try everything, the baby's still crying, and you still are at your wit's end, right? And so a lot of us have a yearning to like just be competent at what we do. And, and it's hard to relish the moments, the trying moments of being a mom. And I just want to encourage you. I know that you are chomping at the bit and you've got all this business that's just wanting to erupt. I just want to encourage you that that will happen. And sometimes it's easy to despise the need of taking care of another diaper, another feeding. You know, I don't know if you're nursing, but it's like having to get the bottles ready. It's like another thing, more laundry, more baby socks. Where's the binky? And you're fried. You're absolutely fried. But I want to encourage you that the job that you're doing in raising that little one is so, so important. That baby is the only one that calls you mom. And while what you're doing in the last world is important, pales in comparison 
to the value that you are imparting to that little one. That little one is as an eternal soul and you're opening files in his little brain and you're mm-hmm. giving him a sense of security and you're giving him a sense of what it is to be human, nurturing that little life. It's so, so valuable. So the business is always going to be there in this season right now. I want to encourage you to choose the most worthy thing. And that is taking care of that little one. I just want to encourage you that there are seasons in life. This isn't always going to be the season that you're in. And it's hard because it's thankless. You go the whole day, not even being able to get dressed or put your hair in a ponytail. And like at the end of the day, like, what did I do? I just kept this baby from dying. That's all I did. Like, (laughs) I... (laughs) <laughs> I remember you used to say, what did you do? You come home and I'd be like, don't you dare ask me what I've been doing. I've been like trying to keep this child alive. But it's like, you're lucky to even go to the bathroom by yourself. My yeah. goodness. Yes. Oh, and, and, the, and the sleep deprivation. So anyway, yeah. take encouragement, my dear friend, and know that it's a season. So yeah, <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah. So what have been the challenges now? Obviously, you just said you went back to work and it sounds like you still you have help from the family. I mean, how's it all going with this new change? You have two big life changes, a new business and a baby. So you can't get much bigger than that. That's two babies. Yeah, two two babies. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. it is. Luckily, my boyfriend's family is so his sister helps watch him. My mom works from home, so she gets to watch him while I kind of go. And my clients are so respectful of my time because I've made my schedule very limited availability right now, just enough to pay for the rent and the supplies I need. So right now I'm only taking just a few clients a day. So they're all very respectful of, can you stay late? Can you come in on this? They're not pushing me. So Mm. I appreciate that as well. Everyone's so helpful and wonderful through everything. It's so, so much less a, stressful than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> yeah, and it sounds like you built a good base, right? You are doing something very special and people like that, so they're there to support you. And you've, it sounds like you've attracted the right tribe, I guess you could say. Now for you, yeah. you were shut down for a while, so did people just go to their last artist saying, hey, don't worry, when you're back, I'll be backing in your chair? Yeah, so actually the salon I worked at, it had a few girls still there. Definitely ones that I didn't want to burn a bridge with. So I kind of set up, I kind of felt out who my clients would fit best with. Mm -hmm. So over the few weeks, as I was kind of getting ready to go on maternity leave, I was like, okay, I think this artist would be really like good for your personality. I really kind of try to match everybody up the best I could. And then I did reach out to, because I mean, I can't assume two people who have full books already take over my entire books yeah so everyone kind of got shifted mm-hmm. <laughs> spread out some, yeah yeah some left my salon and went to my two friends who started their own and then some of them stayed there some of them took their lashes off and are getting full sets back put back on oh, now wow. okay but some of them they were you know i'll follow you and then you reach out and then they didn't yeah. book it, it was like the first week i sent everyone my website and i was like what did I do? I was like, no one's booking. I was like, everyone's just looking. No one's booked an appointment yet. What did I do? I had that like instant regret and fear. Mm. I was regretting. I was like, this was a mistake. I should have never left. And last week was fully booked. It just took a minute. I have clients who are like, okay, well, I have my next two booked out. So I'll be back after them. They're Mm. just kind of getting, they've been with someone else for three months and they've built a relationship. So you can't be upset when they don't want to follow you because now they're comfortable somewhere else or they would have to completely change their routine. I am like 20 minutes 
in a different direction from my old salon. Mm. So I know some of them, that's too far for them. But I have a lot more that came with me than I really thought I was going to have. That's great. Well, that's scary. Doing that change. That's why everyone is scared of leaving and moving because what ifs, right? The what ifs are popping in your head. Like what if this, what if that? And a million what ifs can come in, but in the end, you will never know until you try. And it sounds like your personality seems very sweet, very kind. I'm sure people really like you. And so most people are like, you know what? I would like to, but Vicky Z is where I'm going. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. When I sent my to some of my clients, they were like, I'm canceling my appointment this week. I'll be there. Like, oh. forget, you know, forget the other girls. I'm coming right back. <laughs> like, you're my first, you're the first person I want to see. You're my first love. I'll stay with you forever, right? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty cool. much. Now, there's those bonds people make, and then people don't realize that it's hard to break them unless you break trust somehow. Don't do a good job or indifferent or tend to take people for granted. Yes, then people will go mm-hmm. look elsewhere. But if you really invest, care about people and really make them feel special. They will travel to see you wherever you go. Absolutely. Every year for Christmas, I always put together a little like Chris, like one year I made ornaments with lashes on them and gave all my clients Christmas ornaments. Yeah, yeah. And I, you know, if it's their birthday, I try to remember so I can like bring in a cupcake. You have mm-hmm. to build those relationships if you want to maintain that, keep them around for a while. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, have a cupcake. Do something special because no one else does it. That's what makes you special. A lot of times right. people just say, oh, I connect with my clients. I'm like, that's not special because everyone I know says they connect. What's the extra thing that you do that other people don't do? And then they'll go, they'll test someone else. They'll go, well, I went that other gal, but Vicky Z is, you know what? She does this. She, on my birthday, she gave me a cupcake. I, yes, I mean, you heard that. Well, I tried this other place because I had a coupon, yeah. but it was not the same. It wasn't the same special quality that you brought to the game. So yes. yeah, don't take it for granted. Now, I know a lot of people listening are probably going, okay, last concept worked for you, but you know, I don't know. I don't know if it's good for me. I mean, what? first, I guess we'll ask this question. What are some tips if someone's going to go? Let's say we'll talk first deal with the people who are going, and then we'll deal with the people who right now are on the fence and aren't going. Someone who's going, what tips would you tell someone? All right, you're going, awesome. Here are a few things I wish I knew before I went last time. Bring a notebook. Okay. (laughs) Bring a notebook. And I was like trying, I brought a notebook and then I left it up in the hotel room for a little bit. So here I am trying to like write things down on my phone. And I was like, this isn't, this isn't it. There's so much information you need to like really make a checklist of like what you've talked about with somebody else Mm. another really big thing that's kind of minor but it was massive if you can get your instagram qr code Mm -hmm. everyone was making that their wallpaper oh yeah scan and follow everyone that you were talking to instead of well here give me your phone let me find my username it just doing that made it 10 times easier to make connections with everybody so would they, they were putting it on the screen of their, of their actual phone. So when people just show your phone, they would see their QR code. Yeah. So like when you're home screen, when you would like yeah. tap your phone, it was your Instagram. So all you had to do was scan it and it took you right to someone's Instagram. That's great. You know, it no. was awesome. It was so quick. <laughs> no, I, I'm definitely going to keep that. We'll put that in our t- list of tips for, we do every year. If you remember, we yes. sent a document that says, here's some things that you can do to help improve your con. Oh, I love that. that I love that. Vicky Z it says. Is, it is all about that connection and following each other. And you might get a hundred new followers just going to last con. So. It was, it was like a hundred new. I like, I remember leaving there. I was like, I really have this many followers now. <laughs> <laughs> so that's very, very cool. Anything else that comes to mind? 
just be open to talking to everybody. Like I said, I'm extroverted and I was terrified. Mm -hmm. So honestly, everyone there was so, fr I mean, you, you get scared because you're in this giant room of women. Yeah. <laughs> uh -huh. Like women can be very intimidating, especially yeah. in the beauty industry, but it was just the kindest group of women I've ever met. So don't be afraid. Uh, that's very cool. Now there are some people who are like, well, okay, that's great for those who are going, but I'm still not sure. I don't know if I should really go. Maybe you could share some encouragement to those who, why they really should be going to LashCon this year if they're on the fence. Like I said, there's definitely a space for absolutely everybody, whether you're brand new or you've been in the industry for so long, this is a continuously growing industry. Mm -hmm. You know, there's something brand new every single day, whether it be a different style of how to do something or you know, like I said, you know, I didn't go there with the intention to leave trying to run my own business. You know, maybe if you went, it would kind of put you somewhere where you didn't see yourself. Mm -hmm. It would kind of give you a new light on things, a different perspective. So yeah, I think you should just be open. It's an amazing opportunity just to see products, try products, meet people, you know, kind of just get yourself out there in the industry. That's great. I think the number one thing I like to tell people is if, especially if you're in this category, if you're feeling any sense of burnout, right? You're just, you're stuck in the rut, in the mundane, yes. just kind of going with your life with no inspiration. LashCon is going to change that because you're going to just learn things that you've never thought about. Like you said, right? You learned like, I could do my own business. I could do this on my own. And then you're going to meet people who are going to like push you in that direction, who are going to be fans, who are going to want to push you, encourage you. And you'll get that inspiration. You'll get these new ideas. And that's going to cure that burnout because all of a sudden what was just a mundane job, all of a sudden it's all these new things are popping in your head that are exciting and new. Absolutely. Like I said, I mean, I wasn't unhappy in my workplace, but I just, I felt like, you know, this is it. This is, there's not really room for growth here, but I was content with that because I didn't see that there was a bigger possibility out there for myself. Yeah. So exactly. going and just kind of like learning all of these new things, it, I came home with just a completely different mindset of yep. what I can do and what I will be doing. And even my work, I felt has drastically changed in the past year. I feel like my lashes look better. I've tried new products, so my retention is better. Mm -hmm. It was just so much growth in so many different areas that I was not prepared for. <laughs> yeah, that's great. And hopefully that's encouraging to those that you, if you're listening right now and you're on the fence, hopefully this helps you maybe to take that leap and to be like Vicky take Z. Leap, yeah, and, and be like, no, I'll just do it. You know, the worst will happen is you'll, you'll come Actually, I think the worst time is you'll come and you'll have an amazing time. That's almost like a yeah. low end. Like, okay, on the high end, you might completely change your career. Or I actually know people who network and meet people that they want to partner with, to collab with, go work for, may, maybe go work in a big brand now and be a brand ambassador or be a trainer or be a, mm -hmm. you know, some other aspect that you maybe can't do on your own. But if you were to attach your wagon to a, a bigger company, maybe you could do that quicker. So there's all these opportunities that you'll miss out on if you just stay home and keep lashing for another year. <laughs> Absolutely. Just take the leap and do it, yeah. honestly. <laughs> so anyhow, I am so thankful that we got to have you join us and be on our episode here. Where can people find you? Because after this, hopefully we'll be able to get you a few more followers who want to interact with you and uh, get to know you. My Instagram is just at lashes by Vicky Z, but it's Vicky with an IE. <laughs> I, I, you know what? That's good because I didn't, I no had a Y. y. <laughs> I messed up Vicky Z. So, all right. So, Vicky with IE, not the Y. So, very, very cool. <laughs> So, well, thank you so much for taking the time. This has been great. And obviously we won't see you this year, but God willing, if everything lines up, 
next year when your little one's a little older. We'll see you here in the second week in October in 2024. I will absolutely be there. This has been a pleasure. Awesome. Thank you so much. Hey guys, guess what? We are done. We are out of here. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. I want to ask you to please follow us on Instagram at Lashcast and at the Lash Conference. And remember to subscribe, share, and review. And by the way, if you're thinking about coming to LashCon, go get that ticket now. The link is in the show notes. Get it now. Like I said, we are getting close to selling out. Didn't think that would happen this year, but it is actually becoming a reality. So do not delay. On behalf of my last sponge, Tustany, as well as our special guest, Vicky, I want to thank you for taking some time to listen. Keep on lashing, and remember, you're a friend in the lash industry.